Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Breaking go Bears fans, welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast, an emergency edition sponsored by DraftKings. As always, use that code CHGO to sign up with America's number one rated sports book. All right, it happened. I told you guys yesterday, I said when I left the office yesterday, I said, hey, all hands on deck this weekend. Anything can happen at any given time. I'm glad my mock draft was fresh for about five hours but it's still legit because they made the trade that w- was projected in the draft at least the first of the two i just didn't expect dj Moore to come in uh the deal as well what's going on guys carm you look like he's seen a ghost according to joey i'm echoing am i echoing there it's saying it's, it's like it sounds like a faint little like gerbil in the background that's kind of what it sounds like a gerbil um, like a little yeah. gerbil Things happen when uh, the number one overall pick is traded. Uh, yeah, like people are like DMing me like, hey, Nick, it, it seems like there's momentum or something. Like, all right, all right, I'm staying put. I'm not going anywhere. So if cases happens, we're here to talk about it and see what's what's up. So uh, just to recap, in case you uh, missed it or haven't seen it yet, the compensation for the trade we've been uh, talking about in saying it could happen is in, according to Adam Schefter, the Bears trading the number one overall pick to Carolina, one of the two desperate teams we've talked about um, that this could definitely happen with. Bears moving back to number nine in the trade. They also acquire pick number 61, which is a late second-round pick. That is uh, one of the picks the Carolina Panthers got in the Christian McCaffrey trade. So that's the 49ers' original pick. It's a late Second, they also get the first round pick uh, that Ryan Poles wanted from 2024. So in next year's draft, the Bears do have an extra first round pick. That's something that they wanted. And then they get a second round pick in 2025. So if you're going, well, wait a minute. Why did they not get an early second rounder this year? Or why did they not get those two future first round picks? 
it's because wide receiver DJ Moore is also coming to the Bears, according to Adam Schefter. So they do get that veteran that we've talked about and speculated. I had a feeling Ryan Poles wanted to, to bring back a veteran in one of these deals. Brian Burns was always the big guy that was talked about, but DJ Moore makes a ton of sense. Guys, DJ Moore is still only 25 years old, which is crazy to think about. He's entering his year 26 season, the prime of his career. He's on a completely reasonable contract. He signed an extension last year. Almost all of the guaranteed money left on his deal is in 2023. So, you know, worst case scenario happens. You can get out of this deal if you really need to, but he's still only 25, an immediate veteran to add to the group for Justin Fields, the help that everybody wanted Justin to get. And Adam, too, like I know maybe people are like, oh, wait, Ryan Pohl said he was going to get a 2025 first-round pick. Well, DJ Moore was a first-rounder, uh, number 24 overall in 2018. So, I mean, you are getting, uh, you know, a, a former first-round pick and someone who's been so productive in his career. We were talking right before we went live, Adam, like how did this guy only have, you know, over what? It was maybe 700 yards or it, it was – but there was so much fluctuation at the quarterback position in Carolina. But this guy's been consistent ever since he entered the league. But now you get a guy that can line up on the outside, can line up in the slot, a versatile wide receiver. I think it's going to mesh really well with what Luke Getzey wants to do in his offense. All right. Let, let, let's just stop for just one second and celebrate the fact that Ryan Poles told us on this show at the Combine that this was going to happen. And Hogue's been leaning into it. And here it is. We had it first, damn it. Paul said it to us before he said it to anyone else. I don't know if that's true or not, but we had it. That's one. Number two, look, this is we've been saying all uh, offseason, we said it today earlier uh, on, at, at, on the noon show, that he is going to try to do logical things. This, to me, I, I'm not overly you – know, there's, there's, you can nitpick this. this you, you'd love to have another first-round pick. You'd love to have higher second-round picks, but you're also getting the wide receiver, as you guys are saying. He's trying to split the baby, man. He's, he's, he's trying to give – fields what he needs now and stock them up for the future you know the disappointing thing about doing this now uh, or doing this trade at all is you can't do the one to two two to four four to nine one to four four to nine so we just have the one deal I mean I you know Jackson Smith and Jigma whoever's going to be at nine uh, but he he he's been talking this is and this was the most logical deal and this was his split of the baby and I'm here for it way to go Ryan Poles you 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 uh you, you gave us a whole lot of clarity right now. I love the timing of this. I really liked the idea of getting a deal like if they were going to do a deal before the start of free agency, I figured it was going to involve a veteran player coming back too, so you could check off one of those needs, right? So now the Bears know going into free agency, a class, look, essentially polls has added Chase Claypool and DJ Moore before entering a free agent period where there's not really great options at wide receiver, right? Mm -hmm. Or, or, and it's not a great wide receiver draft too. So, you know, from a process standpoint, you, you like it. I mean, I still think that they gave up that early second round pick for Claypool hurts, but now you see all this draft capital coming back here in return. Some of it just by sheer, sheer luck of the, Texans winning that game in week 18 uh, in Indianapolis. I mean, otherwise the bears aren't in position to make this trade right now, right? The, the, the Panthers would be trying to move up uh, either with the Texans or 
you know, going up to two when the Texans could still take one of the top, take the top quarterback, you don't get as much in, as in, in return. So this is big time to add a veteran, to add a future first rounder, to add a future second rounder after that. Um, you know, I, and they don't have to be done. In my mock draft that we put out this morning on CHGO, there were two trades. The first trade was this one, not including DJ Moore, but it was this one moving back to number nine. And then on draft night, what if a quarterback falls and the Texans don't take their guy or a different team wants to move up? You can still move around and add more draft capital in the second round. Does not mean the polls is done at this point. Yeah, and I think the big thing too, like adding that veteran wide receiver, like we've been talking about the last two shows here at CHGO, how how important that would be for Justin Fields. So that to me just sweetens the deal even more, knowing that you're getting a guy that is established, that has produced with not the best quarterback play, but now you get a guy for Fields who's going to be implemented to the offense. And like you said, Adam, like it, it may not be over. So, and I see some people in the chat, like, is it, you know, could they trade back again? Absolutely. If they're not set on one of those guys there at, at nine, or if they still feel like those six to eight players that they identified as a blue chip guys are, there's still a couple of them on the board when they're there at nine trade back, see what, what else you can do. As we know, there's a lot of holes still on this roster, even with this trade. So it's uh, definitely a possibility. Somebody shout down Don Burr. We do have two first round picks, big Don kidding we got the nine and we got the 24 we just don't have a third one in 25 but we have a second rounder in 25 burr so settle down anybody who's going at the bears right now uh look i you're right ho you're a thousand percent right and here comes the duke with of course uh right off of duke island on a friday this is this is like i mean friday celebration let's just go i mean come on i i was literally in my car going to the united center i, I couldn't have been more nervous slash excited for cats pants they turned around to come home poppy the puppies to my right the bears are making moves we've got seventeen thousand picks we've got dj moore Poles is stamping it let i mean come on let's go friday where's where get the goose island rolling over there home this is a big day my wife's only reaction was to hand me the the Blackhawks uh, pale ale, which is which is great from Goose Island. I mean, that's all she did. She, she was literally pulling into the garage from the grocery store. I open the door while she's still in the garage. I go, Bears made a pick. I got to go. And I run downstairs into my studio and she opens the door like three minutes later and just hands me a beer. I mean, if that isn't love, I don't know what, what else is. <laughs> um, I'm so dis there's a lot. Did you already read the Duke's? Super chat. Not yet. Okay. Uh, the Duke. Remember this moment. Wow. $200 super chat coming in from the Duke. What a guy. What a big moment, though. Although I think you I think you had a bigger super chat when they got the first pick. But I think if you add them together, doing pretty well, Duke. Remember this moment when we win the Super Bowl in the next couple of years. This is where it started. This is an unprecedented haul, especially since we retain a top 10 pick this year. Credit to Braggs for stopping. For this trade down, I'm shaking with excitement. Seems like most Bears fans are uh, mm -hmm. pretty damn excited about this. One way to look at it is, would you rather have the a first round pick in 2025, two years from now, or DJ Moore and a second round pick in that draft? I'm going DJ Moore. The guys, it's so important <laughs> to see what Fields can do, right? In yeah. 2025, that's that's too long to wait. We need to see what he can do as a passer right now. DJ Moore is going to help 
hopefully accentuate that 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 clock for Fields and just get him to be the passer that you know Bears fans want to see. So I'm going with this trade. Um, I know there's been a little bit of people in the chat there, you know, a little seeing the the trade and like I don't know about this, but I think when it's all said and done, you're gonna see why Ryan Poles decide to make this trade down, go to nine, still staying in the top ten, and get a player like DJ Moore to add to this roster. Carm, for for the record, we're here. I'm, Greg Braggs is clearly somewhere because I'm hearing Big Ten sound in the background here, oh and it's my distracting goodness. the hell out of me. So. He is- in the media room at the United Center. Yeah, I'm like, I, I was so paranoid that I was the one that was causing the problem that I was looking at everything and it's and it's as a chat from the media room. Got to be here. You're muted. Rags, the uh, first first part of joining the show is to unmute yourself. <laughs> well, my there he is. my mic was unmuted, but the on the camera or on the screen it wasn't. I just got done running from the Billy Goat. Four blocks to the United Center into the into the bowels of the United Center to do this. I'm were so you just excited. running down the street, just screaming and yelling running. about how happy you were? My legs are screaming about as loud as I'm screaming. <laughs> I let out a big a big scream at the Billy Goat. Everybody was looking at me like I was crazy. This is, I mean, it was just the obvious trade partner, right? I mean, Scott Fitterer said it at the combine last week. I heard it. <laughs> he was not denying it. And 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 to see Ryan Poles pull the trigger before, you know, free agency starts, it's just such a breath of fresh air. Would I have loved a 2025 first round pick? Sure. DJ Moore is certainly interesting. I didn't think that that would be on the table for the Bears. So, you know, it's money on the table time now for the Bears. They got all the weapons they need. DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet. See what they do with the running back. But, you know, this is just such a huge step. And now I hate to fast forward because I want to, like, celebrate this moment. But I don't I, – I mean, they might stay at nine. I could see them trading out of nine. I could see them doing it again. I mean, what did Ryan Pohl say? He said, I know I can get a 2024 and a 2025 first-round pick. There's been plenty of first-round picks given up for the nine spot in years past. So that's not off the table. You know, when we talked – you know, about when we talked uh, just the other day with uh, Matt Verderam, he said from 15 to 60, the talent gap mm-hmm. is not that different. So maybe Ryan Poles trades back again and takes another haul to get as many picks as he can between 15 and 60 and adds another first round pick. I don't know. I'm just asking the questions, but it's just so exciting to see a GM that knows what he's doing. He could not be more opposite than everything Ryan Pace was for the Chicago Bears. It's also worth pointing out that with that number 61 overall pick, the Bears now have four picks in the top 64. And that number 64 pick is the first pick of the third round, which because the Dolphins don't have that pick in the first round is essentially the last pick in the second round. So, you know, splitting hairs there. But the point is four picks in the top 64 is a good place to be. Read them um, off. Let's go. We've got the nine. What what are we at? I want to hear the them. nine, the 53 from Baltimore, the 61 now from Carolina through uh, San Francisco. Cause that, again, I mentioned earlier, came in the McCaffrey deal and then uh, number 64 overall, which is the uh, bears original pick what, in the uh, top of the and, third round. And I'm just, you know, sitting here thinking, what will they do with the nine if they keep it? But that's the beauty of this trade right now. They can they can go through free agency. Does it make sense for them to sign Orlando Brown? Are they paying him? Uh, 
are they, you know, whatever, McGlinchey, whoever you want to name, Juwan Taylor, like is the, the do it this way. Um, and here comes the Duke with 199 more dollars coming right I at you. I love the Duke. I mean, yeah, he's coming right at done, me. Hug. Why don't you read it, Hogue? Duke, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to get drunk on Duke Island right now. Oh, Send me the flight. We, we all need to go. Plane tickets. Spring break, break in Duke Island. Uh, he says, you assume I'm done, Hogue. I think Fields is the guy, but next year we will know without a doubt. And if he isn't, we have two first-round picks. Panthers will probably be a high pick since they gave up their wide receiver one and rookie quarterback struggle. Next year we go get Caleb Williams if we need him. Look, th- this is kind of what the Eagles did last year. Right. Like, so they, they moved up or they moved back. Excuse me. They added a first round pick. They knew they had two first rounders. So if it didn't work out with Jalen hurts, they had draft capital. Now this idea of going to get Caleb Williams, if things go wrong, obviously we're getting ahead of ourselves, but that's going to involve some luck too, because mm-hmm. you, for that to happen, you need whoever get the first round pick to essentially, or excuse me, the number one overall pick to essentially be like the bears, which is, <laughs> We don't we don't need to draft Caleb Williams. I don't know about that. Seems like whoever's going to have the number one pick next year is going to have a need for Caleb Williams unless you get a little lucky. But the process here is still a sound. You like it. It gives you options. Anytime you have draft capital, it gives you options. So and plus, it doesn't matter because Justin Fields is going to win MVP next year. right, Bragg? Exactly. Forget Caleb Williams. This pick is for Marvin Harrison Jr. That's who this pick is for because Justin Fields is going to work out, ladies and gentlemen, because we have a GM that's going to build a team around him. He's proving it. And forget Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr., Chicago Bear next year. Yeah, Yeah, Caleb Williams talk is going to have to be banned on this show. They're not getting (laughs) Caleb Williams. That's not happening. They were. It was never happening. It's certainly not happening now. As as uh, we're doing the poll split of the baby, give you weapons and get draft picks. Four in the top sixty-four. He's going to hit because he is Ryan Poles. I'm not saying he's going to hit on every one of them, but the Bears are going to be a lot better football team. And and to get Caleb Williams at the top of the draft, you're going to have to land in the number one spot because they ain't trading out of that. And ninety-nine percent likely. So let's let's just move forward into yeah, the Bears making the playoffs next year. Let's just jump to that. Let's Can go. I also <laughs> say we got four thousand people watching this live? Hit the like button. Let's go. Hit the like yes. button because I ran four freaking blocks for this. And I was screaming. The whole, I ripped my shirt off. I'll do it again in this media room if you want. <laughs> That'll be the last of like, media If we hit 4,000 <laughs> likes, I will rip my shirt off in this media room. I don't care. They can drag me out of here. <laughs> oh, come on, Braggs. We want you covering that semifinal yes. game tomorrow. I, I Please, 4,000 likes. I won't likes. let you do I think it. I'm willing to do it for 2,000. Fourth, you're bargaining me down already. Four thousand likes. Braggs takes his shirt off at the UC. I want it on the record. I'm not encouraging this, but yeah, uh, please hit the like button and uh, hit subscribe. I'm guessing with all those people watching live live right now, we might have some newcomers. We do this show Mm -hmm. every single day, and we're going to be doing this a lot. I feel like in the next couple weeks, he's emergency podcast. And that chat just hit. That chat just hit it. Thank you, Lovey, because if they don't win that game and we are the number two pick, we do not make this trade before free agency. We have to wait all the way to the draft because anybody that would want to trade up to two would have to see who's being picked at number one. The fact that Lovey Smith, in his last effort as a head coach, gave us this gift from God is the reason this is happening right now. Thank you, Lovey. All right. 
Now I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish what I was doing there. Thanks, Braggs, for thanking Lovey. Um, but as we try to add new people to this channel, please hit subscribe because you probably, if you're new here, please hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification button, which was I was about to say because as we have these emergency podcasts, you'll get the notification on your phone that uh, we are going live. And, of course, we'll put it out on Twitter and all that, too. And as the Bears make adjustments, you're going to want to be a CSGO diehard because we have our NFL draft database and our free agency database that you get access to as a CHGO diehard. So go to allchgo.com slash diehard. Um, but, yes, Braggs, your point is right. I'm this excited. Is, I'm I excited. I don't know what to do with my hands. You're like, <laughs> you're like, ex, you're excited, like, it's it's this is hilarious actually because you're really excited you can see it like bursting out of you but you're also trying to be respectful in that media room at the united center so you're like toning down your voice it's actually quite doing enjoyable great doing I'm a great job lie. so hold on let, let, let's just all go through it here first immediate reaction when you saw the hall what did you do brags you instantly uh sounds like uh somebody sent me the ian rapaport tweet i immediately made sure it wasn't a fake tweet and then when I saw that it wasn't a fake, because I'm learning after our trade deadline breaking news show, and then I completely screamed. And everyone around me, all these Michigan State fans drowning in their sorrows, looked at me like I was nuts. And then I told them what was happening, and they still looked at me like I was nuts. And they just don't understand because the Bears are coming. The Bears are coming. Ryan Poles, he's a, he's a mob boss. I love this dude. So I'm excited that was my instant reaction. Nick, what'd you do? I want first so I've been, Yeah, I was here at, still at the computer right after, you know, we had finished up CHGO Bears earlier. I was playing little video games, and then I was talking to my girlfriend, and then boom, the trade happened. I'm like, we're not going to go see that movie right now. Maybe later today. Who knows? But so I've been here, and, you know, it was kind of – there was a lot of momentum for some reason, and then it happened. So – not not as exciting as brags, but I was I was waiting and ready to go if, if need be, and of course it happened. I, I want to shout out whoever yelled at us on Twitter because I, you had it to me before Ian Rappaport did. It was wake the f up, and 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 I instantly called Hogue for the record. Are you seeing this? Yeah, buddy, you better turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I think my exact words were Northwestern doesn't matter right now. It it well, also. They do matter, by the way. I'm actually looking forward to this game coming up here in 25 minutes. How much is it killing you right now that you're not inside the United Center it's car? It's not be killing honest. me at all. Couldn't be happier with what's going on right okay. now. This is a great day for, for the Bears. Great day for CHGO. Great day for me to hang out with my buddies. Great day to talk to people. And, and I, I mean, Ryan Poles, uh, we're not going to build the statue quite yet, and I'm going a little too bit too far because let's see how this whole thing plans out and what he does with everything. But – Talk about a guy who's gaining confidence with a fan base right now. I, I, I think I, I think that's what the GM is clearly doing. Well, it's twofold, right? You got to be able to put yourself in the position to build this team, but now you have to hit on the picks. But the difference between Ryan Pace and Ryan Poles was Ryan Poles would sell the farm for to move up for Anthony Miller, for Mitch Trubisky, for so many different players. He'd trade a pick for Nick Foles instead of waiting for him to be cut. He traded a pick for Nick Foles. This guy is trading back, adding draft picks, adding it's a, it's a it's an analytical game. You're you're adding more you know bullets to see which one actually hits. The more bullets you have, the better chance you have to hit. 
he's going to keep trading back either this year or next year. He's not going to stop because you got a lot of holes to fill. It's a smart way of doing business. You're not going to hit on every pick, but he's putting your, your team in position to hit. QB1 is loving this right now, right? He is like, oh, my God, you, you got me a receiver. You might get me another one. You've got money to spend. I am feeling so much better about my lot in life right now. There's no doubt. Well, and also, like, just from an optics standpoint, the conversation standpoint, this can immediately end all the just trade Justin Fields nonsense, you know? So at least that, that's another, like, positive to this is it just, you know, we can put all that to bed and we don't have to react to it on a daily basis. And Justin doesn't have to hear about it now. He's the guy. Uh, I think the Bears have made that completely clear. Not completely clear because I guess, he, you know, polls could have come out and said that, but now he will, I'm sure, whenever the next time we hear from him. And I'm sure it'll be in the next week or so as the, the Bears open up free agency. So I, I just, I want to make a suggestion. The Bears can, you know, take it or leave it. But wh- whatever the first home game is next year, I think you have Lovey Smith as your honorary captain. And you, <laughs> you bring him to the 50-yard line and you, you bring him back into the family. And, and uh, you know, he and Flus have a good relationship. Maybe you even hire him as a senior defensive assistant. You know, just just bring them all the way back in. This is a Lovey Smith celebration. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I never was a Lovey fan, but t- forever going forward, I mean, might as well build a Lovey statue at this point if this thing works out too. <laughs> Let's go, uh, RM. Let Lovey announce our draft pick. Yeah. Great call, RM. L- Lovey <laughs> to me is like straight hero status at this point. We, I mean, when when Greg Braggs humped the inflatable bear at CHGO because of Lovey, and that's one of my greatest moments. In, Bring in, that in bear to the history. media room. Bring the bear to the media room. I will hump him right now, oh, right in front of Dave and that. Oh no! <laughs> Keep that bear alone. Leave him alone. Grant, Grant Hill was here in here earlier. I'll hump that bear right in front of Grant Hill. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's enough of that. Uh, there's a question up there a second ago. How much are the Bears paying DJ more? Here's what I can tell you um, with his contract. So signing bonus money stays with Carolina in a trade like this. So you are you don't have to deal with that in the cap head. The base salary for DJ Moore this coming season is $19.9 million. So he's getting a pretty good paycheck, but um, that 35.7 uh, excuse me. So his cap hit would have been twenty five million with Carolina. It'll only be that base nineteen point nine uh, plus a little bit of a workout bonus. Totally affordable for the Bears in the situation they're in, but certainly add that to the uh, cap. Consider that as this a free agent acquisition and that money going towards the cap, barring some type of restructure. Um, otherwise, the only thing guaranteed. The rest of the way after this 2023 season on DJ Moore's contract, uh, this according to Spot Track, is uh, 1.11 million of his 2024 salary, and there's also a roster bonus in 2025. I mean, basically, guys, this thing is he's due 15 million in 24, a 14.8 million in 25. This is a very, very reasonable, flexible contract for a player as good as DJ Moore. Now, let's talk about his stats as he's going into year six already and what will be his year 26 season, his uh, age 26 season, I should say. And this is somebody that for three straight seasons put up over 1,100 yards with Carolina. Um, Now, last year that went down to 888 yards on 63 catches, but I think you also have to factor in 
uh, the situation he was in with the with the Panthers quarterback woes last season. And quite frankly, they haven't had much great quarterback play before that, and he was still putting up the numbers he did. So matching the talent like DJ Moore to Justin Fields is I, essentially exactly the name of the game here, and there's no question it immediately helps Darnell Mooney. It helps Chase Claypool take the pressure off of those guys. It's just a different different situation and Kevin Kadick jumping in here with a $10 super chat. I have the number nine balloon covered who wants to pony up for a D or a J. I was wondering <laughs> about this. So we're obviously not in studio right now. The number one balloon as of yesterday when I was in there was still flying high, but I've always had this theory that when the bears make this trade, like are we going to walk in there Monday and the balloon's going to be deflated. It did its job, Adam. If that's the case, yeah. the number one balloon did its job. It, it stayed afloat for as long as it could. And if that is the case on Monday when we all go back to the studio, hey, good job, number one balloon. Good job. I, I think it stays alive a little bit longer if I had to guess just so it just, it, you know, it wants to be remembered. I don't think it wants to go away quite yet, but maybe come draft day, that's when it says, okay, I can, I, I've done my work. I, I've, I, I've blessed you. And now you guys are on your own. But uh, as far I, I'm, I'm all in for the D or the J. Uh, I would love to contribute to uh, a thirty-eight dollar D balloon, and I'm sure Braggs is and or Nick and or anybody in our office is 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 right there for full DJ nine. Let's go Bears Friday polls. Come on, man. What a beautiful day. Do you guys all like DJ Moore as a player? Because I'll admit, like, I haven't – I like DJ Moore, but I've never been, like, a, you know, go get DJ Moore bust. I, mm -hmm. I certainly think he's a great piece. I mean, if you had – the I, what's kind of blown me away about this trade and why I think Poles is such a good job is because I always thought, like, if you were going to get a veteran player in return, you might not get that future first-round pick, depending on how good he is. And Moore kind of – Moore's good enough that you feel great about it. You still got the first round pick next year and a second round pick the year after that. That's, that's, that's huge. Not, listen, they were there were rumors that they were going to trade for DJ Moore. I, I, admittedly, you know, I'm not watching Carolina Panther football every single week, so I, I don't have a I don't have a huge breakdown uh, other than the fact that he's just been a solid player. He fits a, a huge need. He's in his prime. It's a reasonable contract. You're, you're dealing with Carolina. Who logically could we use if we're not going to get that number one overall pick? I mean, everything about it just makes sense to me. So that that's where my thumb up. Is this real, by the way, from Shane is, Hickey? Is that is 279 real. American Shane, dollars? Shane Hickey's putting us on the spot here. I think it might be Canadian dollars. But Braggs, <laughs> this uh, super chat is strictly to see you, Hulk Hogan, that cardigan off your back, bear down, pulls the MVP. Oh, my God. You know what? If I didn't get everyone in trouble for doing this i would freaking rip it off shane so i somehow i'm gonna have to make it up to you you can make I'm it up putting, i'll tell you this you can make it up in studio next week or on our next emergency pod where you're where you're at home oh man what a beautiful because you got to come through with that the guy 279 canadian dollars you gotta what does that translate to i don't know what the currency more money is. than in my account probably like 20 bucks or something no, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, guys, real quick, I've seen a lot in the chat about, hey, is JSN? So he's still an option for the Bears at nine. Or does that mean the Bears are out 
on another wide receiver. For me, if I'm thinking, if the Bears are selecting at number nine, I don't think they double dip at a wide receiver. That's just, I mean, given how many holes that this team has, I think they're out on JSN. If they're strictly staying at nine, what do you guys think? Is he still an option? I, I don't think they're out on him yet, Nick. I, I think it depends on free agency. I, I don't. I still think you want more weapons. Um, and I'm not saying that Ryan Poles is just going to do things just to appease Justin Fields, but the Fields part of it is an interesting little tidbit in the equation. So, I mean, I don't know. Well, this is the beauty of the deal that he's got. He knows exactly where he's sitting. He doesn't have to worry about the trade part, and it, it in theory, can allow him to be even more aggressive in free agency. Yeah, it's interesting because – Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney only have one year left on their contract. So you wouldn't think that they're going to go after JSN after a move like this. And they probably won't. But Ryan Pohl said, we want playmakers. DJ Moore is a playmaker. So while I think probably wide receivers off the board, don't be surprised if they grab one of these tight ends from a deep tight end group at some point Mm -hmm. in the second round, especially if they trade back one more time and add more draft picks in the second or third round. That's somewhere I could see them going, but JSN probably is off the table, as fun as that sounded. Yeah, I, I don't know that anybody's off the table. I think that you – I mean, we're seeing a long-term approach here from the GM, and he seems to be following that approach and trying to strategically add veterans here when he can. And, I mean, I like I said earlier, you could still trade back again and then maybe he's the best player on the board and you still take him because you're trying to help mm-hmm. your quarterback as much as possible. I honestly but, feel like they're going to. That's Honestly, that's my gut feeling, that they're going to trade back again. Let's see. It won't happen till the night of the draft because you got to see if maybe Richardson falls there or Jalen Carter falls there or whoever, and then they're going to trade back again. That's my prediction. That, that's yeah. Good. No, I just I think that's on the table. I, and that's why I put it in my mock draft today is that, you know, there's been sort of this smoke in this conversation about what if the Texans don't draft a quarterback at number two? And and maybe this prevents them from doing so. Like, I don't know who their guy is, but let's say it's Bryce Young and maybe the Panthers just swooped up there and took him right now with their mm-hmm. they control the draft now the Panthers do so maybe that's maybe they take the Texans guy and the Texans go you know what we're just going to take Will Anderson we're going to a great defensive player we're not in a hurry here it's going to help our defense remember D'Amico Ryan's the defensive guy but in that conversation I feel like people are forgetting they still have the 12th pick mm-hmm. and usually a quarterback falls Usually a quarterback falls. It happened with Justin Fields just a few years ago. And if that starts to happen, maybe that's where they take their swing at quarterback because whoever their second guy is falls a little bit farther back. And so now they call Ryan Poles and they say, hey, can we jump up the nine to grab our guy? I mean, I or or it could really be any team that, that wants to move up, but I think it's totally possible. And then maybe that's where, Poles gets that extra second round pick or even more draft capital early in the third, maybe that Texans third round pick, which is what I did in my mock draft today. It's it's in play. You know what's interesting on the flip side? What was that noise you just made? I have no, I have no idea. Just 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 just, just stick with me here. Stick with me. I, I, listen, a lot going on. Look, I, I'm curious from like if I'm a Carolina Panther fan right now, I'm 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 kind of like who who are you so hyped to go up and get right? 
And yep. then, then you flip it on the other side. What happens? The only way that polls maybe comes out not looking great in this is if the Panthers are like, all right, well, you didn't do this, but we're going to go one to two and two to four and take our quarterback. I highly doubt that Scott Fitterer is doing that. But it, it's just it, it's interesting to me. Like, who are they identifying that they absolutely have to have? Like that to me sounds like a whole Ryan face. Like, we, we, when you had conviction, you got to go up and get them. Like, there just doesn't seem to be that guy in the draft. But they had to go up and uh, apparently there is for them. Well, there's a YouTube video out there that my my good friend Shane Marsaw sent me of jo- Josh McCown uh, breaking down film of C.J. Stroud, and you can clearly tell in this video how big Josh McCown is a fan of CJ Stroud. But when I talked to Scott Fitterer and, and Frank Reich at the combine, they both, I asked them both Bryce Young specific questions and they both spent two and a half minutes glowing about Bryce Young. So it's certainly going to be interesting between those three, who their preferences. If I had to guess, no, my buddy Shane thinks it's, it's CJ Stroud. I think it's Bryce Young because they talked about poise they talked about not being afraid of the moment. And I just when when somebody asked him about Will Levis, it took him one sentence to answer the question. When somebody when I asked him about Bryce Young, he spent two and a half, two and a half minutes answering it about how much he liked him. So I think it's Bryce Young. Will Levis doesn't even put mayo in his coffee and that thing. That's the word on the street. You don't like milk or something like that. That's what, what? I heard. I didn't know that. It was a joke. I think he did like one time, but it's a joke. Yeah. It's well, not a joke. that's messed up. Hoax, hoax. <laughs> to, to, to Hoag's um, thing on the quarterback, I mean, there's more and more mocks that have four of the first five picks being quarterbacks. Anthony Richardson jumping into the top five. Um, I mean, who? I, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know how it's going to go, but that movement to me feels real. So, um, I mean, if you're a Texans fan right now, you got to be puking, by the way. All right, we're getting. Uh, it might be. We might get our number one. We might not. Thanks, Lovey. Thanks, thanks, Bears. Thanks, thanks, Panthers. This is. I'm sure they're kind of somewhat relieved though that it wasn't the Colts that moved ahead of them within their own division, right? Yeah, and true. within yeah. their own That's conference. Fair. Yeah, I mean that was the. I mean that was the angle of those the, the interesting part of those two teams playing each other in that game, was by beating the Colts, you potentially open your yourself up to lose twice and maybe even worse mm-hmm. by um but by, by letting them the move up again ahead of you so you know what it, it's um man it's a i love that this trade happened now i i just it sets you up for free agency it you the bears still have a top 10 pick they still have the number nine overall pick there's a bunch of guys that they can look at um i think some of those guys we should discuss right now i mean look l- Part of the way, part of the reason why I concentrated on this area of the draft in my uh, mock draft this time is because we haven't really talked about a, a lot of these guys. I mean, Peter Skaronsky is one of them. Is he still available at number nine? I don't know, but he's in, I think, that kind of tier of players. Um, so you still could come out of here with a tackle, with a o- great offensive lineman. Lucas Van Ness from Iowa is potentially a, a really good 4-3 defensive end prototypical guy with the size and length that that Flus wants. He's in play. Uh, if Skaronsky goes off the board, is Paris Johnson still around? Does a guy like Tyree Wilson fall 
Does just Jalen Carter come and play at nine? Yep. How far does he fall? Is is he in a spot where then maybe you're you added this draft capital, so now you feel a little bit more comfortable taking that risk that you didn't want to do that far, high up in the draft? I mean, I think there's a lot of things um, to discuss. And RJ jumping in here, nine ninety nine. Does it make sense for the Bears to still take JSN and have a super wide receiver? And we just addressed that a few minutes ago. I know a lot of people are jumping in here uh, as we go, but. I'm okay with it. I that's how I answered that. I don't I, I wouldn't take him off the board at all just because you added DJ Moore here. I'd add all the talent I possibly can. Yeah. I mean, like I said, Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney only have one year left on their deal. Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney both got hurt at the end of last year. So depth. Depth was our biggest problem last year. And now it's gonna become a strength potentially in our wide receiver room. Well, and just to the point I was making a second ago about the quarterbacks. And to what you're laying out here, Adam, there could be a ton of guys that he's super hot about at nine if it goes that mm-hmm. way. The more that, you know, clearly for the Bears now, the more quarterbacks that get taken, the better. It looks like it's going to go that way. He might be sitting there with four guys that he likes, maybe, you know, a lot, maybe more. Um, which, and then to the, your Braggs's point, that might make it a little bit easier for him to trade out and not necessarily, and maybe he doesn't go down super far to get one of the guys that he likes, you know, a little bit further down at 15, something like that. Yeah. I mean, to me, JSN is not going to happen at this point. I mean, you, now you're in a position of power, just depending on how they attack free agency, you can go a few different ways with this. I know a lot of people are big on Devin Witherspoon from Illinois. I love him. I mean, Secondary is one of our strengths somewhat on this team in comparison to other things. I would love a guy like Devin Witherspoon. I mean, obviously, you're going to look at guys on the edge, you know, on the defensive line. I'm not as big on Skaronsky as others, so it'll just be interesting to see where they go. Yes, I mean, I think, too, like, obviously, in this draft, you address a wide receiver position, right, with DJ Moore. But you, you do need to beef up these lines at some point. So if they draft an offensive line with Skaronsky, Paris Johnson, if they're available at nine, Lucas Van Ness is a guy that I was vouching oh, for man, at I nine as well. I love Lucas Van Ness. I think, yeah, I mean, he fits what Adam was saying. fits what the 4-3 defensive end, and he can also play a little bit inside. So, you know, I think the big thing, too, this move, like Ryan Poles, he has options, right? There's just options. He's not pigeonholed to one thing now. And obviously, I mean, you know, trading back, there isn't that that opportunity to maybe trade back again if one of those quarterbacks falls. But that's that's what's kind of nice about this this move, and obviously getting the draft capital of the future. But no longer, I don't think we could say now the the draft doesn't go through the Bears now. Now it goes through Carolina. So that was that was the thing leading up until today, and now we see what what, what Carolina will do. Yeah, but having the number one pick in a draft where you're not picking a quarterback and maybe it was down to one guy that was even worth drafting at that spot. I mean, I'm totally okay with that. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Now you go back to nine, you do it how you would normally do it. You have your cloud of players. Um, and you know, and we're showing you right now what you can get. If you're a CHO diehard, this is our, uh, if you're watching live on YouTube right now, you can see our NFL draft board. Um, we're going to kind of come to a consensus and move these guys around as we get closer and closer to the draft. But um, with every player in here, as we add our own notes, you see highlights, you see our opinions on these guys. Some are are filled out, some are not, but we're, we're getting to that point. And um, 
Joey, if you click on the ones that have the uh, blue check mark, those are the ones that have uh, a bunch of stuff in there. Uh, and, you know, we're doing this on a day by day basis. So it's a lot of fun and it gets you the information. And now I'm just like my mind spinning because I'm like, oh, there's a whole extra group of players now that we have to consider wide range. I mean, you're number nine. You're talking about anybody who could be projected in the top 10 to, you know, the back half of the first round because guys mm -hmm. always go in a different spot than is projected after really the top six or seven picks. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, and again, uh, when we had Matt Verderam on uh, and, you know, that 15 to like 60 range, he was thinking like that's a strong there's not a big difference between a lot of those prospects and how, how you rank them so that that goes in the bears favor if that's what it ends up being and you can get a quality player still at nine you get probably a still quality player at 12 too right if you trade back if houston wants to trade up who, who knows but again options i like right. that the bears have options so if they stay at nine i'd prefer it to be an offensive or defensive lineman so that's you know your that's your biggest need that's where some of the the horses are going to be but if you trade back again <clears throat> and i see people bringing it up in the chat i love Bijan robinson I, I i to me he is the safest player in this draft you know exactly what you're getting with this guy the only way i'd be willing to do something like that because drafting running backs in the first round is not a value in the nfl anymore this dude is a player and he also has a relationship with Justin Fields. They work out on the side in the offseason. He said that at the combine. <clears throat> so there's a relationship there. And if they were to trade back one more time and start adding more picks between 15 and 16, like Nick is saying, maybe you do attack a guy like Bijan Robinson. Play makers. That's what Ryan Pulse said. So that's who I'm looking at. If I'm making a wager right now, I'm going to say it's going to be a defensive player. Uh, I think they're going to address free agency, uh, uh, address the offensive line in free agency, and I think you're going to go at um, one of the guys that Flus mainly slash uh, pulls slash Allen Williams loves to add to that defense. That would be my guess on March the 10th at 5:28 on the best day in Bears history in the last I don't know second best day in Bears history in the last. Uh, third best day in Bears history. I'll throw field, <laughs> drafting fields, getting the one, and this top three days in the last, I don't know, five years, 10 years, 15 years. What For are we real. Going? I mean, you're right. I mean, when you talk about what we had to go through in the pace Trubisky era and the double doink, since then, you know, it ended with that fields pick. We've had so many great moments, and we're, we haven't had actual great moments on the field yet but it's building towards that moment. New president, new stadium, number one pick, feel, <clears throat> everything. The stars are starting to align. It's a law of averages. The, the Cubs won a World Series. So <laughs> one day the Bears are going to win a Super Bowl. Lovey Smith to the Cubs is, uh, uh, is, is Jason Hayward. Dude did absolutely nothing, but had the greatest <laughs> speech ever. Lovey Smith did absolutely nothing except – they loved him, and they had a great defense. I'll give you some credit. But now this is what he – I mean, that's his claim to fame. It's lovey slash Jay Hay. Let's go. I see we have 4,000 people in the live chat and only 1.3 thousand likes. How is Greg going to take off his shirt in the yeah. media room if we don't we get, that, get to 4,000 likes? 4,000. 4,000 likes. I'm Let's just worried that – Let's go. 
Braggs, I, you're going to have to save your voice. You need to stop yelling. No, at, I'm good. I, at I will Rutgers lose my or whoever you're yelling at because you're, you're, we got a lot of potting to do our, here. Our guy Kyle week, so. from CHGO is over there. Yeah. He's oh, we got Kyle. Nice. Cool story. What's that? <laughs> cool story. Cool story. Hey, I'm just saying, we got family in the house. I'm what excited up, to see Kyle. Carm. I'm going to give Carm the biggest hug. Last week, we were rivals in the Penn State Northwestern. Northwestern's winning tonight. I'm rooting for Northwestern. We're family. Oh, that's the biggest news of the day. <laughs> I hope so. Um, Carm, if you would like to leave and go to the game, you can. I, I'm Giving gonna I, I, I'm gonna hop into my car and uh, and 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 jump back on and see if you guys are just going and just if if, if you don't let me back on, I'll just listen. Um, but this this is uh, uh, what a day, gentlemen. I, I feel I feel privileged to be with you, and um, I feel privileged that we had polls on the show, and he basically said if it does happen, it's going to happen fairly quick, and that's exactly what happened. He was he was speaking truths. Um, he didn't just say it to us, but he did say it to us. So let's take that. And uh, great day to be a Bear fan. Bottom line, this is a, <laughs> this will win. All right, Duke go enjoy amazing. your cats. And uh, and I mean, yeah, are you I staying agree. on for the next four hours? Are, are, are you going to be on after cats too? Are we going all, yeah. all night? No, I'll, I'll just stay here. Yeah. If these guys go, I'll just talk into the abyss until <laughs> past midnight. You see me on spaces on Twitter. I will sit it's here true. with these 4,000 people until 5 a.m. and talk about every single scenario. I mean, that that's what I want to I'd like you to keep talking until I get there to talk there, you know, with you. So keep going. Well, this one I feel like we could pull off the Duke uh, 9999. Can I get one yelled brick by brick in the room you're in, Braggs? You don't have to yell it. You can just give a solid, good brick, brick by brick. brick. <laughs> I wanted to, I was paying attention to see if people were going to turn. No one turned. Brick by brick. No, get up from your seat. And whoever is right behind you in that purple thing, just go over and give her a high five or him a high five. I can't tell and say, what's up brick by brick. And that's all you got to do. <laughs> you can do it. How about the guy to your, the guy over there to your, oh, over oh. your right, standing up, just give She's him a high five. Uh, I'm not harassing media members. All right. Mark? Good for you, Braggs. Tell Carm to shove it. This, that dude, that just... dude is a Bears fan. That dude loves the Bears. Chris Bowden he, was sitting here a minute ago. He wants I would have to get Chris Bowden over there and give him a high five. Bowden should come on the pod. Uh, God, Bowden. By the way, can it last for last time the uh, Panthers had the number one overall pick? Who did they draft? Cam Newton. There you go. And go, go ask somebody in there if they know who Jack Sanborn is. Let's make a move. <laughs> that was a great one, RM. Let's make a I'm move. Calling Kyle over here. Our CHGO family. That's you what go. you'll get. Kyle Williams, our guy. Go to the Kyle. game, Carm. Stop trying to get Kyle. Braggs in trouble. The What's Chicago up, Bears traded the number one pick to the Panthers for a haul. How do you feel? Are you shocked? Did you not know until I just told you? I didn't know. Oh, wow. So what, what picks did they get back? A lot of picks. Next year's and first, next year's second, this year's second, and DJ Moore. How do you feel? DJ, they got DJ Moore? They got DJ Moore. <laughs> The Bears are back. I've never back. seen a team with a bear. Man, Justin Fields, DJ, Moore, we're back. The they Bears want back. They want me to rip my shirt off in here. Will I get kicked <laughs> out if I do that? 
I think you might. I might. <laughs> yeah, you definitely will. And I don't want to Kyle. And I would encourage him to. I would encourage him to kick you out. Kyle Williams, who uh, our intern, and just gonna lap us all in about ten years. What we're doing in life. I just broke news to him, and it wasn't fake. He's already. <laughs> that's See, good. That's, that's good. That's how you know Kyle. Kyle is grinding at the Big Ten tournament, doing his job. He's not distracted, running from the Billy Goat. You know, with Bears news, he's just grinding away. I mean, this is you're neglecting your Purdue people right now. Go Cats! There you go. go there it is. The Big Ten tournament was starting to separate us here at CHGO, and I feel like this was such a needed moment to bring us all back together because we were we were starting to get divisive. And now here we are as a family coming together to celebrate this momentous occasion. I sure. agree. I needed some love. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll see um, you in a minute in my car. All right, Carm, go ahead. I would just say this. If we have any other uh, super chats or questions, we should uh, fire those in here before we get out of here. But um, I mean, there's a lot to digest here. I see DJ Moore putting on his like surprised face emojis on Twitter. Ooh. Um, and then Jason McKee responding, welcome to the, the shy. It's a good response. Hey, uh, J.R. Mayberry, $2. Does, does this move make us more appealing to free agents? Um, That's actually an interesting question. I will always say this and answer any question like that with this. Uh, the most appealing thing in free agency is money. So um, that's number one. But other things do matter. Uh, being in Chicago, the facilities, uh, if things are close, you can kind of. And then, of course, how close you are to winning. That depends on, you know, age of some of these free agents, how close they are to the end of their, their careers. And they might say, you know what? The Bears aren't that close to winning. So I'm not, I don't want to go there. On the other hand, they might see the Bears making a move like adding DJ Moore. Being like, well, maybe they're not as far off as I thought. And. So maybe I'll make that leap. But at the end of the day, it usually comes down to what's the best offer. And the Bears have the most to offer in terms of cap space, right? So, it, yeah, I think if they're seeing a lot of people we talked to at the Super Bowl, Adam, um, they're at the senior, senior Bowl when I was down there, only raving about Justin Fields and what, he, what some of the team's players that he played against were saying about him. So that, I think, speaks volumes, too. You want to go play with Justin Fields. Now he's got a, a nice new weapon and got to throw it to in DJ Moore. So maybe that'll pull some weight. Yeah. Uh, I know we got a couple other questions that we'll, we'll throw in here. Uh, Joey, whichever one you want to throw up there is good with me. <clears throat> uh, Vandell says, so not getting Burns, Brian Burns, do the Bears got to Frank Clark in free agency, $10 super chat there. I doubt it. I don't know, Frank. I mean, what we were talking, it was funny. Um, Frank Clark likes to get a lot of his sacks when they're in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's probably not where the bears are going to be, but the bears do need guys that can rush after the quarterback. Um, but yeah, Brian Burden's awesome player. He's going to stay in Carolina and you know, the bears, that's going to be it's still a position of need for them. Yeah. Frank Clark turns 30 in June. So he's entering his, his uh, age 30 season, former second round pick. Um, I mean, I'm not going to completely rule it out, but I don't know. He's necessarily hit the top of the list. Mm -hmm. So, but it's a good question. Good question. Yep. Uh, uh, next, next up, we got Manny. Biggest losers in this trade are the Colts. 
one ninety nine. You can make that argument. I mean, that's where it's one of the things we've talked about during all the speculation over the last couple months is just like you kind of create a bidding war, perhaps even among teams that are reluctant. Like, I mean, if you're the Colts and you're not necessarily sold on one guy or you feel like you don't have to go mm-hmm. up and get your one guy, then you're probably willing to sit there, but you can't feel great about getting, you know, passed up by another team. Now, you know, is taking a quarterback um, and your division rival in the Texans could take the next guy then at number two. So, and you're not going to be trading with the Texans, right? That would be mm-hmm. very surprising to see those two teams deal unless the Texans feel like they really don't care who, which quarterback would be going to their division rival. Um, so, yeah, I think that this definitely increases the chances that the Colts pick at number four, unless they move up to number three, because they feel like they have to get their guy at number three because two other quarterbacks are off the board. Um, very fascinating situation to look at it from the indie perspective yeah i think there's just a, a sense of urgency that they need to have right because you can't get passed up again right if you're sitting at four with that third spot there and if they only like two qb or let's say it's three now you got to make a move right if you're indie so there's a sense of urgency they need to have they want to get their guy at the quarterback position yeah so um a lot of different ways to look at this trade i just i think that What's interesting is uh, what comes next. I mean, I don't see the Bears. I could still see see them signing a number, uh, uh, excuse me, another wide receiver, but I don't think it's going to be one that's huge money or anything like that. I mean, I think or they, later in the draft, right? Yeah. I mean, there's I, I don't rule out yeah. early in the draft. I mean, if you're going down this road with just with Justin Fields, you have to do everything you can in the next few months to supplement him with all the pieces and help that he did not have last season. Well, I just feel like if you trade back again, which is <clears throat> my prediction, and you add more picks between 15 and 60, as nice as JSN sounds as far as that chemistry with Justin Fields, Zay Flowers in the second round. If he's there early and you've addressed some needs before that and through free agency, go after Zay Flowers and just blow the roof off. You saw what it did for Jalen Hurts. Putting yeah. all these wide receivers around him, and then you find out exactly who Justin Fields is, and maybe he just and might show just some might people show that some doubt people him. That doubt him. There goes Carm. I love again. hearing I myself see. twice. Yeah, it's always yeah. Carm we already hear myself up. enough. Carm brought it. Yeah, Carm comes and then something. something <laughs> <happens>. <laughs> He's got FOMO. We're having audio problems. If we're having audio problems on a remote pod, there's a 99% chance Mark Carmen, Mister Radio, is causing the problems. Is that fair? It's yeah. fair. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sure. I, need By the way, go, I need to go to Mark's apartment and kind of, he has the same mic as I do, but for some reason there's just something not working right. So I, I'll, I'll go and fix that up for him and get him up to speed a little bit. That's what it's taking, Carmen. Instead of you just going out and doing your job, Nick's got to come do it for you. Mr. Mr. Gadget guy to the rescue again why we love nick so much uh eli jumping in 499 this hat this money this money on his contract this year will also help reach the cap floor without really having to overspend in this mediocre free agent mm-hmm. class great work yeah it's a fair point uh because they do have to reach that floor and it's uh it's actually a cash floor part of it is a cash floor and 19 million dollars um 
that helps, right? Reach that floor. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe Person from The Athletic, who covers the Panthers, t- tweeted out 10 minutes ago, the Bears considered DJ Moore a must-have in this deal, source said, including Moore in the deal kept the Panthers from throwing another first-round pick into the package. So um, I read that as the Panthers may have wanted to or prefer to send a 2025 first-round pick Instead, they send a second, but they have to throw DJ Moore in the deals. So if that's what Ryan Poles wanted, then he he stood firm and got what he wanted. And that surprises me because I thought that that could be a situation, whether it be Brian Burns or DJ Moore. I thought it was more so about Brian Burns. But if I was Poles, I probably would have taken the pick and not the player. So it surprises me that Ryan Poles preferred the player. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't to me because I think it depends on the player. And I think Nick made a great point earlier in the pod that, you know, 2025, that that's uh, the fifth year of Justin Fields contract, right? Mm -hmm. Like, are we going to help this guy sooner or later? You know what I mean? So this gets you this gets you that help right away. And the only difference is for first and second round, which is which is a considerable difference. But it's like you're getting the help immediately. And oh, by the way, he's only going to be 26 this year. DJ Moore, he's a veteran who's established in the league, has already put up three seasons over 1,100 yards in his career. Um, I mean, I I love the idea that instead of an unknown two years from now, three drafts away you're getting that help immediately to help Justin Fields and what's a crucial year three. Well, and to that point, isn't this the second time around now with Claypool and now this, where this front office is showing how much they believe in Justin Fields because they would have taken the pick if they weren't sure about Justin Fields. They would not take another quarterback with a big or wide receiver with a big contract. Take Chase Claypool with the second pick, trading their second round pick, and now making this move for DJ Moore instead of a first-round pick, potentially, or allegedly, that shows me just how much they believe in Justin Fields, getting him his guys now. Yeah, I think, guys, they just don't want to have any, um, I don't know if the right word is excuses, but they once it's all said and done, when all the moves are done, free agency, the draft, they have what Justin Fields is going to need to show him what he's capable of. And I think the Bears wanted to make sure that he was in a position to do so. Very similar to Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. Because there were questions, there was a bunch of question marks after his second season, but now we figured out what kind of player he is. So the, I think the Bears just want to put themselves in that position as well with Justin Fields. And they're doing it so far with these moves. And there's going to be plenty more to come through free agency and the draft that will also show you, you know, how Justin Fields can be as a passer with the right talent around him. Joe Person also tweeting uh, with the story here. Again, he covers the Panthers for the Athletic that the sense around the league is that the Panthers are going up for C.J. Stroud. So I like C.J. Stroud. I like it. I, I, yeah, yeah, I told you guys the other day, he's, he's my number one quarterback and mm-hmm. kind of clearly at this point. Um, I like him. I like – I think he gives you enough of what Bryce Young gives you from a passing standpoint and being calm in the pocket and – the way he throws the ball, his arm's actually probably a little bit better, too. And he's got the size that yeah. Young doesn't. That's why, to me, it's quite simple that he's the he's the guy I have at the top. So that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and now, I guess that 
still opens the door to the Texans getting Bryce Young, who it seems like they're enamored on. And I don't know what it means for the Colts then. Yeah, that's yeah. I have no. Got to jump in the Aaron Rodgers Derby here. I don't know. <laughs> Man, that's yeah. That's that would be interesting. Um, with him looking like he's going to be a Jet for sure. Or I mean, a... the Colts are the team that that makes a lot of sense to, in my opinion, to put an offer out there for Lamar Jackson and just see what happens. So maybe mm-hmm. this accelerates that process for them too. Um, yeah, a sixty-nine dollar, very nice, nice super chat. How do we say that? Mil Yahi Yahi? I hope I'm pronouncing Mil-Yahi. that. I think so. Yeah. Mil Yahi. I hope I'm saying that right. I apologize if I'm not. I'm probably saying it wrong. But he says, I love y'all. That is all. We love you too, buddy. That's a nice super chat. It's good stuff. Again, please hit if you're watching right now, please hit subscribe. If you are not already subscribed to the CHGO uh channel, we are here with live shows every single day on all your favorite Chicago sports teams. Bears show is live every day at noon and then whenever we want to. That's the cool thing about YouTube is we can just, oh, news is breaking. Let's jump on and do a show for you. Um, and that's what we're doing right now. So make sure you also hit that notification button so you know when we go live. It's going to be very, very handy here in the next couple of weeks because I have a feeling we're going to do this a few times. Mm-hmm. And um, you can also become a CHGO diehard at allchgo.com slash diehard. Get all of our content, premium content, discounts on merch and events, and also access to our free agency database which is going to come in handy this week as well as our draft board which is changing by the day as evident uh with the news today and the draft order completely changing um if you're just joining us we should probably summarize the um the trade that happened today and it's uh it's a lot but um the Panthers move up for that number one overall pick. And in return, the Bears get the Panthers ninth pick in this year's draft. They get the 61st overall pick in this year's draft, which is a late second rounder that the Panthers received in the Christian McCaffrey trade with the 49ers. So they get an extra late second rounder Uh, that gives the Bears four picks in the top 64. And uh, they also get the. Uh, 2021 first, excuse me, 2024 first round pick from the the Panthers and a 2025 second round pick plus DJ Moore. That is a lot for one pick. All thanks to Lovey Smith, as we've pointed out a few times. Um, So 953, 61. Is it 103 round four? Like it's a, it's a high. And 64. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's a, it's a lot of picks to, to really get some quality players that can come in and start for a team that's desperate for, for people to just take their positions to be completely honest. Cause a lot of the guys that were on this roster were a lot of them were on one year deals. There's going to be some vacancies here. So a lot of rookies can be starting next year, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. We saw Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker were doing Valus Jones jr. Towards the end of the year. So there's going to be a lot of young young players with the already young roster already getting some quality minutes and hopefully getting better throughout the season. Um, if I'm going to put you guys on the spot right now and commenters can jump in too with just simply putting in the name that you want. But right now with the number nine pick, let's say the Bears stay there at number nine. I know Braggs is still trying to pull off seven more trades. But the Bears stay there at number nine. Who's your guy right now? Who is your guy? Me and Nick have I'm, the same guy. 
I guarantee it. I'm going Lucas Van Ness from Iowa, and that's just not the Iowa Hawkeyes talking to me. I think it just makes sense for the Bears. Um, what they need as an edge rusher, what he can provide. There's just so much upside with him. Very young player, redshirt sophomore, did a little bit of everything at Iowa, played inside, played outside this past season. But he, he's he got a bull rush that's going to be tough to stop at the next level. And once he starts adding in some of those pass rush moves, Lucas Van Ness is going to be a menace to opposing offensive linemen. So I'm, if I'm putting in the pick for, for polls right now at number nine, it's Lucas Van Ness. Right. You know, I always joke on Twitter that I'm the one highlight guy. I see one highlight on Twitter. That's my guy. <laughs> All you have to see, if it's coming down to Lucas Van Ness and Peter Skaronsky, go watch Lucas Van Ness versus Peter Skaronsky. So you're going to stop yourself right now. Stop. Your, you're going to base your draft pick on one rep. You got this it. This is how. Okay. This no, is why no, no, no. It's a joke. Fired. It's tongue you're in fired. cheek. I'm not fired. I'm hired. <laughs> what? It's tongue in cheek. I watched Lucas Van Ness all year. He's a menace. But versus Peter Skaronsky, he took this dude for a ride with the bull rush, the stiff arm. He literally took this dude for an eight-yard ride into the quarterback's lap. I'll take the one who won that matchup. One play. One play. All right. Well, I'm going to stand up for my guy, Peter Skaronsky, and uh, I'm going to take <laughs> yeah. him. I, I still think – I think – I think you address – I think a lot of what happens the next week in free agency is defense. And I think in the draft, you jump in uh, and you, you you address the offense, and I'm going Peter Skaronsky at number nine. All right. We have a Will DeWitt sighting. <laughs> Baby. He's Real. holding a, a child. What's up, Will? That's right. Hey, guys. Apparently, big trades happen when, I, when I'm not here, but that's okay. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, you're in Texas yeah. somewhere, right? Yeah, we're in Galveston, Texas. Or we're walking in to grab some dinner right now. So I just wanted to hop on. Say I just caught up on the trade. I kind of get what they're getting back, but we have a wide receiver. That's the one thing I saw right away. We have a wide receiver. That's pretty awesome, right? Nah, he's know. not the only. Amazing. Yeah, he feels a I don't know. I'm not sure he's digging the trade. No, it's, it's definitely <laughs> past bedtime already. Uh, so we're pushing our luck here with some dinner. Yeah, that happens. Um, Are you a DJ Moore guy, Will? I am now. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) They have to be. Absolutely. Oh, gosh, he's running towards the road. This is not safe. Uh, But, no, I I am excited they made this trade. Uh, Unfortunate timing. Uh, Looks like the draft compensation, considering the fact that they got the wide receiver, is pretty remarkable, so I'm a happy guy. All right. Well, I don't want to see any children get harmed in the making of this emergency podcast. Yeah, that so. sounds great. I appreciate it, guys. But uh, <laughs> thanks for making the three minutes, and uh, we'll catch up when I get back and talk more bears. All right. There you go. Will. Will DeWitt jumping on for a second to, to give us uh, his thoughts after, on the After Dark's going to be lit on Monday night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Adam, do you see Skaronsky, though, as a tackle or guard? I still think he could play tackle, but I think okay. the floor of him being uh, – a very good guard is right yeah. there to to you know the Bears have needs inside and outside, so I'm perfectly okay with that. Um, if that's what ends up happening, I think you Especially try and get rid of white hair too, right? White hair is a could be a, you know a guy that they post June or post June first cut, right? He, he could, but I'm, I'm also not in a hurry to get rid of white hair just because there's veteran presence and you're you're doing fine True. against the cap. There's there's I don't think there's any reason to rush it, but. But also, like, 
Skronsky played right tackle as a freshman at Northwestern. So if you really like Braxton Jones, mm. you can play Skronsky at right tackle, and that can be your. Now I still would think I still expect the Bears to probably sign a veteran uh, right tackle option this coming week or two. But um, you know, I think you can draft Skronsky and have options and not be stuck with being like, oh yeah, we used a top ten pick on this guy, so he's got to be our franchise left tackle. I I think that. He could be your right tackle. I think he could be your left guard if you need him to be. Uh, I just think he's a really good, solid piece that you're adding to your offensive line, which is part of this equation of helping Justin Fields. Well, let's pull up this super chat with JT because this is where I wanted to pivot to as far as Jalen Carter. You know, he mm-hmm. says, I'll be totally honest. I would go Jalen Carter. I know there's questions with character, but he has the talent and is worth it, in my opinion. If he's there at nine, would you guys be down with that draft? I'm okay with it as long as, and they will, if the bears made that move, they would not be just like taking a flyer on a guy. They would be having done their homework, having figured out exactly what happened, what's going to happen with the legal, um, legal questions. And then beyond that, like, as we talked about last week, when the story broke and we were in Indianapolis, like you got to even separate, the incident that's now public that he's facing charges for with that car crash, you got to actually take that out and ask yourself, why were there already character questions before we knew about this before it came out? Why were already people Mm -hmm. questioning, you know, um, you know, why the coaching staff had to ride him so hard or the maturity issues or things like that. But this works both ways. You have players that are young and immature that, get their shit together and turn out to have long, long hall of fame NFL careers. Um, And then on the flip side, you have guys that are, and I don't feel like we talk about this enough either. You have guys that are so-called like perfect character guys in the draft that appear to love football. And then they get that first big paycheck. And all of a sudden they realize that there's other things in life that they that they love too, and it's not that they don't love football anymore. They're not all the way in. It's just they real, you know, as you get older and you mature, that love can wear off or not be as top of a priority. So it works both ways, and that's why this is so hard, and why there is no such thing as a sure thing. Um, but to answer the original question, if the Bears do their due diligence and they feel like they can insulate this guy and put him in a position to succeed, I have not personally crossed Jalen Carter off my draft board, and I'm not sure that I'm going to because you guys know how much I talked him up for the first two months of this process. The tape Mm -hmm. is there. The tape is great. Um, And he could still be a huge piece of the puzzle for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, and I think, too, you put him, again, in the right situation. And maybe that is the Bears at nine. And, you know, the Bears are they have an investment in the mental health and just look into everything that a player's going to go through as a transition from college to the NFL. And maybe that's something that Jalen Carter needs, just a new change of scenery. He's a professional now. This would be his job on a 24-7 basis, right? So maybe that's what he needs to get away from whatever's kind of, you know, getting him involved in these certain situations. But, yeah, no one. Is that a Mark Carmen right next to a Greg Braggs who made it to the United Center? It sure is. Wow. But, yeah, maybe just needs a new change of scenery, and I'm going to shut up and let them uh, <laughs> fight over a chair, it looks like. 
is oh no he grabbed it oh my god he's sitting on Brad's lap (laughs) I'm I'm so upset that my phone was doing whatever I was doing but I just wanted to sit on Brags's lap and celebrate this. This is a moment to have. Aren't we? Look at us. I mean, come look on. at us. After, I mean, come all on. This, after all this Big Ten yes. rivalry, look at us. I mean, this has got to be worth some level of super chat right here. Bears. <laughs> Bears. Bears. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> What's the score of the game? What's the score? 8-8. Eight, 8-8. Eight. Eight, eight. Sounds like a Big Ten he burner. Just, he just bolted out of here. He's stressing. <laughs> Oh, I he <laughs> go enjoy your your calmness and your northwestern. He should. He should. This is too big of a game for him not to. I'm mm-hmm. impressed he hung with us for as long as he did on the show. Um so uh by the way, uh Packer fans are losing their minds. I uh, my uh oh. my text thread with my Packer friends um one of them is the Bears are going to have a better record than the Packers in a couple of years, aren't they? Yes. Yes, they will. I mean, they don't. What's their quarterback situation like? Right. Without that, you're you're not doing anything in the NFL. And, and is Jordan Love? No. Whoever tweet you know put this out for. Yes, now the Panthers are in a in a great spot. They could trade back to two with the Texans. They can play that dance now with the Texans and Colts because there's people that believe they want Stroud more than Bryce. So if they can get, I don't know how you can get an assurance in a trade like that, but if they can get any kind of assurance that who they trade with is going to take Bryce Young, then they move back to two with the Texans. Obviously, it would just be the Texans. Then they still take C.J. Stroud. So Well, that yeah, that would be the Panthers' motivation for making this deal so early. You know, other than polls clearly being motivated to move it and – Maybe there's multiple offers. We don't know. Um, I already saw one thing that, you know, the most of this deal got put together last week, which makes a lot of sense. Um, Sean said, uh, Sean 669 said 2000 likes. Carm said he would rip his shirt off for 2000 likes. I think he tried. Did he say he would or did he try to pull down the number? Yeah, he was trying to bring me, you know, bargain basement me down to rip my shirt off and get (laughs) fired from whatever I'm doing here. I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to hold Carm accountable for this though, and we can just say that he, yeah, he should have to do it on press row next to Dave Ennett. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It has but, to be uh, on the broadcast tonight of, of that game. Uh, Aaron nine ninety nine, great call by Bragg saying he wouldn't mind the trade all the way back with the Panthers. Okay, back to work. I go love the show, guys. You guys make me love looking forward to working my late nights. Appreciate you, Aaron. Thanks for working as Aaron, hard as you do, baby. You know, I know the last Bragg's time I is took not a- the only, just 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 stop. You're not the only one that said trade with the Panthers. Time out. Time out. See now, if you're gonna say that, then I am gonna take my victory lap because I've been saying this. Since December, January. Okay. And you, okay. my friend, Adam Hogue, my friend. Yeah. So I prefaced <laughs> it with my friend. You mocked me okay. when I was obsessive about losing out sitting no. fields. You mocked me. <laughs> there we go. Yes, you did. And this was the reason why. And you're not the only one. I'll do respect because you are our leader. You know a lot more about this game than I do. But I had my eyes on this prize. Now, did I know we were going to get a number one pick? Hell no. But 
the reason we needed to lose as many games as possible at the end of the year was for a moment like this. We would have never had that chance if we beat the Packers. Everybody at our studios wanted us to beat the Packers. For what? All these fans on Twitter vilifying me for rooting for the opposite. You guys would not have this moment right now. And no, nothing's a guarantee. So I am going to take the victory lap. I'm going to be going after a few people on Twitter that gave it to me hard during the season for this stance. But this was why for this moment. And yes, I did identify the Panthers over the Colts, over the Texans. Why? Because we would not have gotten a haul like this from those other teams. So I will continue. Yes, go ahead. Play the clip. Case scenario is Will Anderson. If they can't find a trade partner, your worst case scenario is Will Anderson. Will Anderson and Jalen Carter are not enough for me to move the needle to not trade back. So I'll take either one of those guys as my worst case scenario, whether it be only being able to trade back to four or staying at one because there is no trade partner. That's an amazing worst case scenario, but I have to trade back to nine. I'm obsessed with trading back to nine. I have to get future first round picks so I can have two next year or maybe even two the next two years. That's going to be what sets this up, this franchise up for years to come. And then I'm going to trust Ryan Poles to find an impact player at nine because, in my opinion, Will Anderson and Jalen Carter very yeah, get that you guy. Cut it off all you want, guy, but the genius yeah. is there. The meatball okay. found something. Okay, so <laughs> while we mess around, something. you know the Montgomery trade, little snafu. All right, little bump in the road. <laughs> but we a foul ball. Well, we just hit a home run here, CHGO Bears, and I'm excited. So I'll you know I'll take a little victory lap here. I'll take a bigger one on Twitter. I'll save the save the pompousness for Twitter, but I'm excited. This made and like Adam said, doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that this was the, in my opinion, the best trade candidate for the Bears. Way to go, Ryan Poles. You're the man. I'll build you a brick statue tomorrow. Well, well, let's hit on a few picks first. <laughs> <laughs> I see people in the comments. I tried, so I left real quick. Uh, I once I forgot when I took up a Cardi poll. I have no idea when that happened. It happened at some, at some point in the CSO Bears podcast. Try to look if I have a card. Oh, don't yeah. have it. So, yeah, I don't know why or how or I, I don't have any. So I, I can't do the, the Bacardi poll for for the live show. I'm sorry. I, I went. Well, to we, yeah, I am getting texts about uh, also doing a uh, an emergency Hogan Johns episode two. So I mm-hmm. may have to pull the bourbon out for that one by the time we get to that point. So, look, this is big news. Bears own in the NFL right now. It's pretty cool. Um, it's pretty cool how much they've been in the discussion. This will this will slow it down a little bit. Thank you, Tanner, for hitting subscribe. Everyone else mm-hmm. is watching here for the first time. Please hit subscribe right now and notifications. If you're here, it's because you care about this news, and I promise you there's going to be more news in the next week, uh, maybe even days, and we are going to go live and do the emergency pods every time it happens. So please do hit subscribe and hit that notification button so you know when we go live. Where are we at on the likes, too? I don't have it in front of me. One million? No, not quite the one million. That'd be good. Oh, wait. Is that is that right? Only 1.7 thousand? No, because no. you got to go out and come back in. It's at 2,000 oh, likes two. right now. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we appreciate all the support. Pretty good number. I don't, might have set a record. I, oh, I think, I think so. I think it did. Um, And I forgot what else I was going to say. Oh, just that... Um, yeah, the Bears, I don't know, though, man. I think Poles is making big moves. I still think there's going to be a big signing. 
Um, I thought there would be a big trade for veteran. I've been saying that. Now, maybe that's this one. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's, you know, they got two and one here. So maybe I still think there's going to be another move early next week. Um, and I think I think there's going to be at least one big free agent signing as well. If I had to put my money on it right now, it's maybe a three technique, maybe a Draymond Jones or something like that. But it's going to be fun. Can't wait to see how it all plays out. And getting this trade done now, it gives you the weekend to really set your free agency board, be disciplined mm-hmm. in your values. You got that wide receiver that you wanted that wasn't really accessible. That's a big part of it. Like, let's let's be honest. Like, they there was not a big wide receiver in free agency staring at you, or even one in the draft. I mean, as much as I like Jackson Jackson Smith and Jigbo, who maybe they still they go after like every single one of these guys. It's not the same wide receiver class that you had last year in the draft. Mm-hmm. And you managed to pull that off in this this draft trade today. And as we've said many times on the show, you could still move back again. Maybe on draft night. Yeah. Would not shock me if that happens. So Braggs, you still with us? You're out of here. No, I'm I'm still here. I'm just looking around. If Grant Hill walks by, he's coming on the show. I was, that's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> he's he's got no If he walks by me, he's literally, yeah. I'm interviewing him right here, right now. But he's yeah. probably working. All right. Um, Joe, Joey, I think we have, if we have a couple minutes, we could still jump in with a, a couple more Super Chats. I know we. it sounds like we have a ton of them. I know. Them, every so. time we bring it up, more come in. I know. I yeah, know. seriously. We'll fly through I mean, these and then we'll probably end the show. But we got a lot of opportunities here to uh, continue the conversation, and we will do so. Doug Van Dorn, who's your choice for a second trade down partner? Well, just off the top of my head, I'm going to go with what I did in my mock draft today, and that's the Texans. They don't take their guy at two. I think they come and play if one if a quarterback falls. Um, and I think now that's the game you want to play if you're the bears like on draft night you're hoping one of those quarterbacks falls and is still available there and the team wants to come up and get it aaron who jumped in earlier with the super chat 499 graveyard shifter here wanted to jump in quick to ask you guys do you think polls trades back up a little earlier in the second or stay put where we are and that's a possibility you now have two second round picks to work with you could package those and move up and that, and again, that that uh, third round pick is the first pick in the third round, so it's basically mm-hmm. a second rounder. Uh, Gary four ninety nine. Any concern with the large gap between nine and fifty four? How do we get another early mid second rounder to not allow a ton of talent get off the board? That's my one. The one thing that doesn't make this perfect, right, is that you don't have mm-hmm. that that early second round pick still. Um, but there's a lot of time left right and that maybe that maybe you can get that with another trade back in the first round and and add more capital that way let a quarterback fall let a quarterback fall like kind of what you were highlighting in your mock draft there adam if one does and a team gets to nine or gets to nine and there's still qb there that could be an option gary for someone to move up and maybe you can require get draft capital so and i'm gonna put this in Braggs's hands um, because, you know, we, we've we controlled the narrative on this show about how great the quarterbacks are, right? Got to, All the quarterbacks are so good because you got to come to them. Now, now they all suck. 
Yes. Now they're right. all. Now they all should fall. Suckers. Now, now, now they should all fall to number nine. Um, so I think as a show, we need to flip on that stance. And all these quarterbacks are now. Yeah, not I mean, as good as they if were. we really, you know, not personally bash Anthony Richardson, but if we want to say like, you know, he puts ketchup on his hot dog, you know. He the one like, guy puts mayo in his. He doesn't coffee. like puppies. Will yeah. Levis like? Yeah, those two Going guys are there. our targets now because CJ Stroud, Will, Bryce Young, probably gonna get taken before that. But Will leave it. Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, they don't like puppies. That's what I heard. <laughs> That's a problem. You can't you can't draft that guy any sooner than uh, nine. So you have to go up and trade it. So yeah, they don't like puppies. Um, a couple of interesting comments there. Sorry, one is you could look at it like Clay. Andre said we got Claypool and DJ Moore f- as your second round pick. I mean, there's one way to look at it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Get, yeah. I mean, yeah. um, Wolf says Valus Jones Jr. is 27 days younger than DJ Moore. That's true. <laughs> and DJ Moore is going into year six. I, when I when I brought up his player That's... profile, I did not realize he was still at 25. I was like, whoa. He just seems like he's been in the league forever already. And, you know, everyone wants to joke on Bayless Jones, but the more they add to this wide receiver room, the more he becomes an asset at the back of that room. Yeah. You know, it, it, you put him mm-hmm. in the fourth or fifth slot in that wide receiver room. Now he can do exactly what a third-round wide receiver pick should do. Return kicks, have a package of plays, keep defenses on their toes when he's out there, but not somebody that's a focal point of the offense. People picked on Bayless Jones. Because, you know, we all wanted a wide receiver. We didn't get him in the second round. Get him in the third round. Now you pin all these hopes on him, expectations, some probably unfair. Now he can be exactly who he is for this team. All right. Now, now I will say this, and this is going to be a year from now, so we can mark the tape. But I will say this, Braggs. If the Bears end up drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. a year from now, then you can take your victory lap. No, I'm going to take it today. And then I'll take another <laughs> one next year, too. I mean, I'm, a, I'm I, my last name is Braggs, Hogue. I mean, you know what yeah, I'm going to brag. Yeah, I mean, it's already, brag. Yep. People are giving me my flowers on Twitter. You, you don't have to give me my flowers. That's fine. I know we're having this Big Ten rivalry thing going on. That's fine. I'll give them to myself on here. The chat. Shout out to the chat. They know what's up. Your insider here. Look at, look at us. Look at us. <laughs> You've taught me so well, Adam. I'm not taking any credit for it. No, I don't want to take credit. I don't want to. No, any this is all your fault. The higher I <laughs> That's climb, the way to the... it's your yeah, fault. Yeah, I'll accept though. the blame. Yeah. Okay. Robert says Braggs took the L with his fake Montgomery trade. Let him have this. See? Yes. Yeah, there, you go. there you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to end this show. It's been an hour and a half of an emergency podcast. It's been crazy. Um, Man, I'll stay on so with all the super chats. Tell me. Hey, Greg. Right? Yeah. If you, if, if Adam, you, you need to bounce, go, like we can get these likes up. I'll do a shot of Malort If we get was... like 2.5 thousand, 3,000, like I'm down to stay with you and talk a little bit more, Greg. You guys, if you guys want to keep going, you can. No, I got no, no problem no. with it. Tune in Monday afternoon. Yeah. Hogue's going to be prepared dialed in nick's gonna be dialed in karm's gonna be doing whatever karm does and then i'm gonna, tell you, night- I'm gonna <laughs> Go actually tell you something about monday um because we actually haven't even talked about this as a show but uh i was thinking about this today so monday shows at noon right we always go live at noon every day monday through friday if you're new here hit subscribe make sure you're there with us but the the free agency window negotiating window starts at 11 
So we're going to be prepared to go early. So we're going to keep our showtime at noon. But if something big happens in that first hour before we're actually live, boom, we're going on early and we'll continue going as long as we need to on Monday because it's going to be uh, an extravaganza. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully we, we see some more action happen early on in that window. I think they made like the Larry Joby deal like right after we went off the air last year on that first day. Yeah, so let's hope that. that doesn't happen again. Um, and then of course that ended up falling through. So we'll be there for you all next week, even over the weekend. If something happens, we'll we'll jump on. Um, but it was nice for them to get this thing done before the weekend actually started. Yep, not nice for Carm though. Any Northwood Kevin Fishbane's got to be just pissed right now. <laughs> all right, follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue at Nicholas Moriano. At G Braggs Junior Twenty Three, uh, where he will be bragging. He is Braggs the bragger. Breaking he will be more on news. You never know. I'm yeah. still I'm still pushing my chips on on Aaron Rodgers retiring. Nobody wants to believe me, but maybe I'll get that one wrong. Well, you I will know. say when those tweets started coming in, it turned out to be the Bears trade today. I thought it was the Aaron Rodgers news because, mm. I mean, Mark Murphy's at the Wisconsin state tournament today, doing an interview, just talking about Aaron Rodgers in the past tense. Like he's dead. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I don't think he's coming back to green Bay. I mean, if his choices are the jets or the Raiders, I'd probably retire too. So all in on that still, <laughs> if I get that wrong, then we'll even it, even it out here on what I call. All right. Well, there's probably going to be movement there uh, soon as well. All right. We're out of here. Um, Make sure you are following all of, I'm sure Nick will have something written here too. Um, you know, at some point in the next couple of days, recapping all this. So all chgo.com, all chgo.com slash diehard. Come join us. We got a lot of uh, things coming up. You're going to want to be a diehard to get discounts on events and merch and join our database for free agency this coming week. Uh, it's going to be a huge resource for us and we're sharing it with you. You get inside access with our free agency database as well as our NFL draft board. So that's all there for you at allchgo.com slash diehard. Hit subscribe, hit notifications, hit that like button before we get out of here. We appreciate all the support tonight and going forward. And I have a feeling we'll be talking to you very, very soon.